Welcome to the live preaching message from Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to teach and to preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning or this afternoon. Thank you for your love that never fails. Thank you for your goodness and your kindness. Thank you for your favor, favor, Lord. We have no strength of our own, and therefore we trust in your favor and your kindness. Cause our lives to be established. Cause our lives to be beautiful. Cause us to enjoy our lives. And cause us to look back and say that you have been so good to us. Your goodness is running after us. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence to do God's will. To us, our teacher. Show us as our revelator. Guide us as our guide and our helper in this life and in this work. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Great. How many of you are visiting us? This is the first time you are in church. Give me a wave. This is the first time you are in this church. Give me a wave. Give me a wave. Give me a wave. You are welcome. You are welcome. There's, there's always the first step. There was a day when I went to a particular church for the first time. I thought I was just visiting, but little did I know that it was a beginning of stability. Amen. So don't disregard whatever the Lord will touch you and speak with you today. Don't disregard it. Many of us, we are in and out, in and out. A day will come when you'll be in, you'll never be out again. Amen. So don't, don't, don't be discouraged. Okay? One day, God will help you to stay. And I'm not discouraged about your in and out. So why should you be discouraged? Amen. Great. This afternoon, this afternoon already, I want to share with you about why we must be born again. Why we must be born again. And the reason why I am sharing with you, tell the person, don't switch off. Tell the person, don't switch off and sit properly. Now, the reason why I want to share this with you is because of a scripture in Genesis chapter 8. I think verse 19 or so. Did I get my scripture right? Is it verse 19 or... Seed time and harvest time. I'm just looking for seed time and harvest time. Is it 29 or one of his minutes? Seed time and harvest time shall not cease. It's not, it's not Genesis 20. Verse 22. I know it's 8. It's not 20. 8.22. For as long as the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest time 
shall not cease. Tell somebody, for as long as, is it whilst the earth remaineth and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. What does it mean? What does it mean? What it means is that when there's a night, there will always be a day. Yes. It cannot be a night only. Are you with me? Because sometimes when you are in the night, it feels like the night is forever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you've never been in the night before, I mean, I'm talking about the night of life, which is the difficulties of life, unpleasant situations of life. Did you get it? Situations that are... The night is not a nice time. Except for Satan. For a non-Satan person, the night is not a nice time. You see, it is lions that wait for them. And Satan roars like a roaring lion. Do you get it? So the night is for evil. The night is for evil. Darkness is for evil. Because darkness takes away people's ability to spot you far off. And darkness takes away people's ability to see everything together. So they just see small. They don't see the other one. When a car with one light looks like a motorbike. (laughs) So you think that, oh, it's a motorbike, but it's a car. In the daytime, you don't have a problem. You see it as a car. But in the night, you see only what it shows you, and that is the light it gives you from the left part or the right part. Are you with me? So the night is not a pleasant thing, but you see, the message of this scripture is that when there's a night, because of the word of God that cannot be broken, it means that there will be a day. So don't don't focus your life on the night. Think of the day that is coming and what it will be bringing you and what you'll be doing. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's based on the night. Oh, yes. You see, Satan, eh, the guy, if it's your uncle, you don't have a good uncle. Tell the person, to buy, if Satan is your uncle, I put it to you, you don't have a good uncle. But I, I cancel it. Satan will never be your uncle in Jesus' name. You know, because the guy can deceive everything of your life in the night. And of course, when you have to draw a conclusion in the night, it cannot be a good conclusion. It's going to be based on misinformation. It's going to be based on so many other things that are not true. And then you draw a conclusion. My life is not good. It's not worth living. I'm going to kill myself. People will come and say, ah, I can see you have something. You are the one I'm looking for. Then you keep on shouting, I'm not good. The person says, yeah, I like somebody who is not good so that I can have a chance to be good. (laughs) Of course, because if you are good and I'm good, how can I be good to you? That is why Jesus gave an advice. He He went to a party and gave advice to them, invite your equals. 
Because when you invite them, they will also do a party and invite you back. And everything is cancelled. But when you do a party, invite people that can invite you back. Then God is the one who will owe you. Because they belong to God. Hallelujah. So, what it is is that most of the time, Satan deceives us to make decisions in the night time. Some of you are going like a person that not even your family, but the whole city will look up to you. Oh yes, I'm telling you. Uh, but if Mandela was sitting here at age of 17, who would have respected him? I said, if Mandela was sitting here at the age of 17, who would have respected him? I know some of you don't know him, but it's okay. <laughs> Leaders that helped our country to be free. He was not the only, but one of the people. Amen. Now, so what it is is that Satan will tell you to do things and make you draw conclusions, not taking into account that in 20 years' time, you are going to be a very influential person. Hallelujah. When people become presidents and other significant... Is he not well? Is she not well? Are you not well? You are fine. Then please sit up properly. I can pray for you if you are not well. Do you get it? Now, that is why, that is why influential people, when they become like influential, you have a lot of bad things coming out about them. Because those... I mean, those times, look, most of us, we have no idea what we are going to be. But God knows it. And Satan also knows it. So if he makes you make a decision when it is dark and you are not sure who you are, then when it is bright, the bad things of your life will show. But your story will never be that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good. So the reason why I'm preaching is that it says, whilst the earth, not you, Whilst the earth remaineth. In other words, when seed time and harvest time will stop is when there's no earth. Not when there's no you. What it also means is that if there's seed time and the harvest time, it means that whatever you sow, there will be a harvest of it. So one of your key things in life is to make sure you sow good things. The harvest which you are likely to enjoy. Because some of us, we do things that hurt other people. And we know we are hurting them, but we don't think that we, would, we are sowing pain. So down the line, when we are forgotten, when we begin to reap the harvest of pain upon pain, then we don't understand it. Are you with me? So please, just be careful. Because it's not, you don't have to agree with it. Is there anybody here, it took your agreement for the sun to come today? If you have said no, no sun, we are not going to have sun. Is there anybody here like that? Oh. Please, where you are. It's like you're too serious. I'm not, I know I also look serious, but... I don't think I'm sowing too serious seeds the way I'm harvesting. 
Yes, because I feel I'm getting more harvest than I'm sowing. <laughs> Hallelujah. I know, I know I sow seeds of seriousness, but please, don't, don't give me too much a harvest. Amen. Because you are hindering the guy's preaching. Tell the person you are hindering the guy's preaching. He's telling us something important. So allow him to flow. Good. So listen, listen. The Bible is saying that whilst the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest time shall not cease. In other words, there will always be a time when you have to sow something. And there will be a time when you have to harvest it. You see, in education of your mind, you are sowing development of your mind. You are sowing understanding of your mind. Are you with me? A day is going to come when you're going to reap the harvest of what you are sowing. I came from a very poor family. or I mean poor, really poor background. But I sowed a seed of developing my mind, educating my mind. Against sleeping with girls, drinking and all those things, I, I, I put them aside to sow a seed of developing my mind. Now, the harvest of it was when I became a doctor. All of a sudden, I have money to do everything I want to do. That's the thing. The harvest of those sleepless nights, the harvest of trying to memorize things, is now when I go to work for eight hours, I am not paid like a cleaner. I am paid a lot of money. Are are you with me? And therefore, my children are happy that they have such a daddy. I wasn't happy the daddy I had. Because he didn't give much. Are you with me? But my children are very happy. If if you go and ask them, what would you change your daddy for? They'll say, for nothing. Late in the night, she was calling me. She has some assignments that she's doing. Writing up some cases. And she's happy her father is a doctor. Because immediately she sent me the assignment, read through and check whether I'm doing it right or whatever it is. So every time she has a difficulty, she just calls me a phone call and daddy answers her questions. Because she's doing medicine and daddy is also a doctor. So daddy understands what I'm, I'm struggling with. <laughs> I didn't have a daddy to call. When I call my daddy, he doesn't understand whatever I need to you get it? But I'm trying to show you that whatsoever you sow, you reap it. Therefore, be conscious of what you are sowing. I said be conscious of what you are sowing. The reason is because of the harvest time. Are you with me? I said, are you with me? Now, one of the things, up until now, I've been teaching you in a very simple way. I've tried to teach you things that make sense to you. You see, so I've been appealing to your intelligence. But the Lord told me, don't only appeal to their intelligence. Give them the spiritual component of everything. Even whether they, don't, whether they understand it or they don't understand give it to them. Because I have some people that I want to do some things in their lives. And even the things I preach about will change. And one of them, one of them, one of them is giving offering. Because most of you don't give offering. And I also don't talk about money. 
they get the giving. I also don't talk about it because it's like they don't do anything. Just allow them. They'll grow into it. They'll grow it. But you see, it's like your child is growing and you're allowing them to do the wrong thing. They, do, they will not grow to stop. Children that are stubborn don't become stubborn when they grow up. They are stubborn from birth. That's what we don't know. So the Lord told me that. Teach them. Tell them. So like the offering for the campaign, the crusades, it's important. It's a spiritual thing. You are telling God, you are telling God that what you are interested in, I'm also interested in and I'm backing it with my finance. But this 200 rands you have given me, I'm giving you 20 rands. I'm giving you 30 rands to, for the work of, of reaching out to souls. Do you think God is not going to bless you? And you see, you will grow up with it as a habit. If you can give 20 rands now out of your 200, I promise you, you can give 200 out of your 2 million. You can give 200,000 out of your 2 million because you have grown up with it. And I'll continue to pray. It's not everything that is logic. There are many things that are not logic. And in fact, almost everything is not logic. Why this one gets married and that one doesn't get married? It's not logic. It's, it's called, there's, there's a supernatural component to things. There's a supernatural. And the way it will go, it's not determined in the natural. It's determined in the supernatural. Most of us, our lives are determined by the doings of our parents, our grandparents, and our great-great-grandparents. That's what determines your life. By their doings. And then also, you can also either change it or improve it by your own doings also. I am very educated. None of you here is more educated than me, except those who are doing their PhD. I went to university for six years. I went to first year 1987. I finished 1993. And I worked as an intern for one year, practicals. So in total, I worked, I, I schooled to be a doctor for seven years. And I was not just making it in the class. I was on top part of the class. When they put, when they put the results on the board, according to a, a decreasing order. I'm always on the left upper part. Do you get it? Now, I'm saying it because sometimes when you are speaking, people think that, oh, because you didn't do well, that's why you became a pastor. No, no. Please, please. And I didn't have to go and do some course before when I finished, I went to do medicine. No. It's a straight course. Not bridging course. It's a straight course. Are you with me? No, no, I need to explain to you so that you... Because we were made to wait one year. Because students were going on toy toying, and the government decided to close the university down for one full year to punish us. After that, we have never gone on toy toying again. <laughs> Because we realized that when we were at home, 
Or when the students were at home waiting to go to school, they... every time you are told to, you won't go to school. Listen, you are the one who suffers. The lecturer doesn't need you to be paid. They are employed by contract. So whether you come or you don't come, they are paid. And they have their certificate already. You are the one trying to get a certificate. And, and listen to me. Those of you, those are the people that lead you. Don't need a certificate. Most of them are going to be politicians. You don't need a BSc degree to join ANC. Or EFF. Or CDR. Or what are the, some of the other... IFP, uh, 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 UDP, or ACC, or NEFSFAS, or all of the <laughs> or DFC, or APK. <laughs> listen, listen. No, I'm, I'm telling you something. The approach sometimes is wrong to the solution of a problem. The approach sometimes is wrong. So I'm just warning you, don't be too excited. And yeah, the school is being closed down. When the school is closed down, anytime the school closes down, until you get your degree or you get your certificate, diploma or whatever it is you want. As for the lecturers, they have food to eat. You are the one that is waiting to have the ability to have food to eat. And the people that lead such things, you check the check the history. They they don't need the certificate. In fact, they are actually doing experiential training. They are they are actually they found their careers and they are using the organizing of the strike and the toy toying and things to how to talk and and appeal to the masses because that's what they need. They don't need a certificate. Have you seen the certificate of Julius Malema? <laughs> huh? Has Julius shown you? Do you know what degree he has? No. Yes. But you see, he has, he got 10% of the vote because he can speak and move people. That is what he needs, not as a degree. Which of the parliamentary members went there by degrees? You are the one that needs it for your employment. Just be wise, okay? This one is not part of the church service. It's just heart to heart. Are you with me? Let's seek time and harvest time shall not cease. You see, the reason why I am teaching you what I want to teach you today, which is why you must be born again, is so that you can understand why a person needs to be born again. That's number one. And therefore, be able to tell others why they must be born again. Now, and for every person that through you or through your contribution, I said, for every person that through you Directly or indirectly, you help to become born again. You have sown a good seed in that person's life. And if seed time and harvest time shall not cease. And then Galatians 6.
I think six, seven. Whatsoever a man soweth, so shall he reap. If you think you can reap into your life is abundance of good. Because when you sow one seed, you don't get a harvest of one seed. Are you here with me? So this is why this message is very important. And it's, it's, this book would help you how to be born again and to avoid hell. My emphasis is on the part of why you must be born. Because, because, listen carefully. Being born again changes your location spiritually. Being born again changes your location spiritually. First, Colossians chapter, chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. It's like, oh, it's nothing. Let me ask you a question. And I want somebody to give me a round down. Somebody who knows it and understands it. Is there anybody here, your parents or somebody like you know well, has done ancestral things? And it has led to somebody who was not getting a child. Or somebody who was looking for something but got it. Is there anybody like that? You know somebody here like that? You do? Come. Anybody else? Anybody else? You do? Come, stand up. Come, all of you come. No, because sometimes it feels like, it feels like what I'm saying is not true. But you see, what I'm saying is being practiced. The difference between what is being practiced ancestrally and what is in the church is the, 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 the authenticity and the, the originality and the, and, the, and the appropriateness. No, just stand here. Maybe it's also a free advert. It can go up. You may never know. Now, Whatever you saw them do, you saw them do something. Uh, did they see them do something? Did you see them do something? You saw them do something. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, please. Yes. Yes, Lord. Now, whatever they did, you saw it in the spirit realm. No, no, I'm coming. You, 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 you saw whatever they did. You saw them doing it in the spirit realm. It's like your eyes opened and you saw somebody going into the spirit to call somebody. Now, okay. So if you didn't see them do something in the spirit realm, but you said they did something in the in the in the they did something. In which realm did you see them do something? No, spiritual, you are imagining it. Because you didn't see it, so how can you say they did something in the spiritual? All that you saw they were doing was something in the natural. Yeah, but then... No, no, say, say. They will just go, like, the roundabout, you know roundabout? Uh-huh. They go there... 
and then they will bend this thing. They call it impepo. Yeah. yeah, they bend it, and then they talk with the ancestors. Now, now, did you did you see the ancestor standing there? They are talking. Like ancestors, they are spiritually. They say that. Now, so so you see, the point I'm making is what she's going ahead of me to make, and that the people are doing something physical, yet doing that physical thing in the spirit realm. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. She's gone ahead of me. Do you get it? So she's, she's, she's explaining that. They do something physical. They burn incense. Yeah. Sometimes they pour blood. And they do all those things. Look, all those things. I know everything. I know it in details, but I don't know if you do it. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that I, I, grew up, I grew up in... Oh, yeah. Where did you go? They say you want a child. You can't have a child. Bring this, bring this, bring this. They do things. They kill the animal. They pour the blood of the animal on your feet. And they do things. They, before you realize the person has a child. The person can't get a job. Before you realize the person has a job. They do things. They say you will never die in an accident. You'll be surprised. Everybody will die in the accident. That person alone escapes. And sometimes they'll tell you they found him walking somewhere else. Hey! No, it's... Yeah, but what you saw... Oh, you mean a person dying and you... No, no, no. I'm not talking about... I'm just giving different examples. I'm talking about whatever you saw them do. They did natural things. Yeah, they did natural things to associate themselves with the spiritual world. And was it successful? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Very successful. Those people. My mom is a traditional healer, so I know almost everything about traditional healers. I think. I think. Thank you. Thank you. We have our Thank you. Put your hands together for me. Now you see. You see. You see the presence of a fake of the presence of an original. There's nothing that doesn't exist originally that has a fake. You see, this hair this hair has an original. The reason why it exists is because of the existence of an original. Thank you. Is it because you, you have seen somebody whose original hair is like this? And of all these powers, it's a testimony to the existence of the real power which is of God. Because, you see, because when God says it is over, none of these powers are able to stand before it. Now, being born again, being born again, does change to another kingdom. It changes you from the kingdom or it changes your location 
from the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom where Satan is king. To the kingdom where God is king. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Like something that is for people who are not, don't know they are left from there, people who are lost. But in actual fact, the people that get born again are the people that are blessed. And that is why Satan would constantly ridicule using very various people and things and make fun. I mean, most of you can't confidently stand on a stage and tell your friends that I am born again. You can't do it. People would say, wow, wow, that's special. Just as you can't stand confidently and say, I'm a virgin. Meanwhile, a brand new car and a car that thousand people have driven. Which one is better? Are you with me? Yeah. But, but most of you, you see, Satan, the kingdom in which we are, which is of Satan, have made it to look like you rather that are doing what is right. It's like you are wrong. Think about it. How come a brand new car is pretty? It's not something that the world will make us to be proud of. That I'm a virgin. Yeah. It's the same thing when it comes to being born again. Something that is, is, you are doing it in the natural, but it's changing your spiritual location. The same thing. The world doesn't applaud it because, because. I said it is against the world. Today, I'm telling you, that is why you must be born again. Because being born again changes your location. And what is important is in your, in your life is to change who is your God and who, who manages you. Is to change who you belong to. The toitoing about Nesphas not giving some people and not giving some people all has to do with who we got as our mother or as our father. Oh, yeah, 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 it's true. It's true. The reason why Nesphas is important to you is because of who your father is. Oh. It's because of who your father is. Your father is not there. He's not there. And if he's, if he's there, he's drinking it and spending it on the back of women. Or some woman is telling, making his, his face take, go away from you. So, listen, being born again is so crucial. Uh, uh, 13. You see, being born again, this is what it does to you. The Bible says it delivers you 
from the power of darkness. The power of darkness. I said, it delivers you from the power of darkness. Today, if you don't know why you must, it's though you do it in the natural, it translates you from one power to another power. And the best of all, it translates you from a power that is not in your favor to a power that is favorable to you. Hallelujah. And if you are waiting for the world, if you are waiting for Satan and his people and his children to that is why she said I was absent minded but because somebody in front of me lifted up their hands I lifted up my hand I call it one of the greatest acts of God's mercy to make you join into something that you didn't even have to think of it you see, when she said she was, what did she say? She said, she described it in a way. She was dizzy. The dizziness is not because she was bleeding and has low HB. The dizziness is from alcohol. You see, God knows how to deliver you even when you are not sober. Ah, it's one of the greatest acts of love. That I can see. You see, God, eh, it is not, it doesn't take him much to do what he wants to do for your life. Ask you. But when God gets ready to take you out, you, he will take you out. Yeah. Then she just followed. She just followed and came. And she's in church. Meanwhile, those who came with their mind, a lot of people are not, they are not in church. Those who, after preaching, decided to give their life to Christ. A lot of them are not in church. They don't come to church. They don't go to church. But she's in church. Is it not a, is it, hey, is, that God, you saved me when I was not even aware of myself. You saved me. You saved me. And I'm teaching you that, you see, being born again, being born again, it says, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son? into the kingdom of his dear son. And Jesus said in John chapter 18, my kingdom is not of this world. My kingdom is not of this world. The kingdom where Jesus is the king of kings and the lord of lords is not of this world. In fact, that kingdom has power beyond this world and has power over the happenings of this world come. And it is God who says the rain must come for the rain to come. Because who is it that saith a thing and it comes to pass when God has not said so? So listen. Why you must be born again is because it causes you to achieve the greatest thing that you could never have achieved without being born again. And that is you are translated from the kingdom of darkness into Jesus' experience to Nicodemus. You see, Jesus appreciated Nicodemus' effort. Because the Bible says in John chapter 3, there was a man called Nicodemus. 
a ruler of the Jews. The same came and said, Rabbi, thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these things except God be with you. You see, the Pharisees were anti-Jesus. The Pharisees, they hated Jesus. They were a group of people that believed in God. The Messiah came because they, they depended on their works. They could not see God when God came. You see, it's not, it's not difficult to reject God even though you are crying for God. I said it's not difficult to reject God even though you are crying for God's help. When God shows up, you will never know that this is God. The disciples who were with Jesus, when they were in the midnight, they were in difficulty and Jesus showed up. They were afraid. They said it is a spirit. They were with Jesus. When Jesus died and rose again, they were afraid again. They, they couldn't believe it. It's Jesus. There were two of them. He walked with them for a distance and they had a lot of discussions. They couldn't see that it's Jesus. The same Jesus they are talking about is the one walking with them. It's coming into your life. You will never see that this is the goodness of God in your life. Because it will not come in the form that you know it. Secondly, it will come also, it, the surrounding in which you are makes it not easily noticeable. Some of you, the greatest deliverance is the day somebody said, come to church. That is, you, you see, what? it is only time that reveals that this thing that was done is the reason why my life is the way it is. You see, my father had a problem with my mother. She didn't, he didn't marry her. And I think their separation, whatever it was, there was a lot of bitterness. Or whatever it is. So, I didn't grow up with him. And for whatever reason, first, I'm, I'm his first son. Not first son, his first child. He was not interested in what was happening to my life. And funny enough, I was also not a wayward child. Passing good, good results all the time, all the time, good results. I mean, look, rich people will buy, if they can buy a child, that will do, get good results. They, I mean, some of you, your parents wish you could just do a little bit well. But you shall do well by the Spirit of God in Jesus' name. Yeah. Look, when I got my results to go to university, when my mother got the results, she was very proud. That day, I saw my mother very happy. Because you can see that she struggled and the, her hope was that at least her first child should do well so that she can eat some small food. She ate good fruits. She had her own house to live in and all those things. So that she, she herself said to somebody when she was in hospital that I have fought and I have the victory. Though it pains me that she went too early. Because I, I still haven't finished looking after her when she went. But what can you do? What does that mean again? You see, I'm saying to you that good things 
when they happen, it is time that reveals it. So some of you, your church activities, your involvement, your coming to church, your being forced to read the Bible and things, you will never know the good of it all. You, you, now, now, you can't see. It's like you have sown a seed and then you are happy that it's a harvest. Where is the, where is the fruit? In fact, if anything, it looks like you have lost. Because if you have one bag for five days, depending on how many you are, then you say, no, we are going to sow because it's a sowing time. Then you go and sow the one bag of mili mili for about how many weeks? A month or two months. You will have no mili mili. And you'll be asking yourself, did I do what is right? But wait until the rains come. And wait until God blesses the things. Then you, when you have about 200 bags of mili mili, you will be beginning to say, God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. It's so good to me. Then you'll be singing and jumping. Nobody will know. But you see, when you were sowing it, at the time you were sowing it, it always looked like, And there's many good things of life. They always don't look good. And I was telling you about my father. You see, so for most part of my life, he was not present. And I struggled. Hey! You say you are struggling. No, you are not struggling. I struggled. Cut a long story of him because I heard a message in church. Forgiveness, 1991. And I forgave him. And I decided to do whatever. I had changed my name from his name to my mother's name. But in 1991, when I decided to forgive him and I forgave him, I changed my name back to his name. And still, he didn't look after me. He didn't help me. No, 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 he didn't help me. Because, of course, there were other things that were t- taking his attention. Hmm. <laughs> the last time I preached, they said I was making excuses for fathers. <laughs> you see, I'm not making excuses for fathers. You women, you, you, your heart just can accommodate one. Your heart can accommodate one. You see, you are not, you are not created to love many. You're, that's why you only love your children or something that is only yours and accommodate one. And if your heart has to intro, if your heart has to introduce a second person, then the other person before will have to go out. And that's how we notice that somebody else is getting your attention. But but man's heart is not. It's it's, it's it. You see, men generally speaking, men don't love women like the way women do. It's, it's, it's different from what we, call, what we call love. You see, what a woman calls love is not love. They want to possess you. <laughs> they want to capture you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm speaking general. There are exceptions. But generally speaking, most women want to possess you. But you see, the man He's not interested in possessing you. But, but the, problem is, the problem is that he can't take it when somebody else tries to help what is helping. That's the problem. <laughs> the problem is he can't take it when he's helping you. Then another boy is also trying to help you. That one you kill, it, it makes him malfunction. Hallelujah. So, so listen, 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 listen. Let me just quickly finish. So, so in my mind, I've just forgiven my father and things until I needed to marry. 
And you see, I'm a Christian, born again Christian. So I can't just make a woman pregnant and say we are married. I needed to do it properly. And secondly, I'm also an African. So we can't do it by the street corner where we just go and sign and say we are husband and wife. We are Africans. Africans, we, have, we relate. We have our fathers and things. So they are... Tra- do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, we can't just meet somebody by the shop corner and say from today we are husband and wife. No, 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 no. We have to... I was born. I have a tree from where I came. You must go and see the owner of the tree and tell them that you want this fruit. And they will tell you this fruit, this is how much it costs. And we have labeled it. We know which house is going. You know, so when it came to that point, the person that I, f- I did or will be to my life, you know, it's like a boy, you've seen a girl, you say, okay, this girl is nice. She's friendly. She's quite warm. So I think I like her. Of course, if the father is saying no, you can just dump her and go for somebody else. Because, of course, I mean, if the father wants to marry her, leave it for him. <laughs> and you see, as a doctor, as a doctor, I mean, I had options. I mean, you see, you see, when I was a poor student, when I was a poor student, my options were not a lot. And in fact, in fact, some people rejected me. You know, one girl that I was trying to chase, I took her out, but I didn't have money to take the, like the Uber type of, so we dropped by the wayside and we walked to the rest and apparently she was pressed and the journey to the rest was far after that I think she never gave me a chance so this, this guy is poor do you get it so so when I, when I just I think I was also a little bit wise at that age you know you need a little bit of wisdom to be able to see wisdom so I think I had a little bit of wisdom that I said if I wait and finish school Almost every girl wants to because I'm a doctor. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, because maybe they've had a bad experience. They know their mother or they have somebody married a doctor and, you know, had so many children all over the place, so they wouldn't want it. <laughs> okay, good. So I said, let me, the girl that will like me whilst I'm a student and I have nothing is likely to be a good girl. Secondly, the girl that I don't have to go with raps I just don't know you. Let's be friends. And the girl that was said must be a good thinking girl. Because that's the correct thing. So, when I told my wife, she was then just a friend. I told her, it's like, okay. Anyway, she also, she was not really too interested, but okay, if this is what you want, let's be friends and things. Then later, you could see that she warmed up because she managed to see my backside, that my backside was nice. My front side said, this is a good guy who cares and who really knows how to treat a woman. So it's like, I, she, I also saw a good side of her. And that is, as a Christian, she, didn't, she was not something else outside and something else inside. But what I saw her outside is what I saw inside. In other words, if you can't kiss her outside, she will not allow you to kiss her inside. I said, ah, this is a good girl. This one, you can go. I had bad thoughts about choir people. As for the choir girls, they just sleep anyhow. I mean, I had very bad thoughts. And she was in the choir, so I fought with her to get out of the choir. But later I realized that she's a good girl. You know? So, 
as we wonder, now I've settled that this is good. And when we were together, she guided me to the things of God. Say, ah, this is a good woman. A woman that will turn you to God and to movies. And to others. I realized, ah, no, this is a good girl. I really want to marry her. Then her father said, over my dead body. I also said, over my living body. I'm going to marry her. So that was where, you see, that was where the battle started. It took my father to intervene by going to our family house at 4 a.m. and going to take the oldest family member, the family head, who was about 90-something years, old man, at 4 a.m. My father lived at the other side of town. But they said to see my father-in-law, he doesn't stay at home. My mother-in-law told me, told them that he doesn't stay at home. So if you don't come before 6 o'clock on Saturday morning, you can't see him. And my father lives at the other side of town. So 4 a.m., he got up and went to the other side, other side of town to meet this man before 6 a.m. When my father-in-law came out and said some people were looking for you, he went, sat down, they talked. As they talked and everything, he just said one thing. He said, I will never have listened to any of you. But this old man sitting in front of me is because of him I've agreed. Now, you say, ah, but what's the difference? If he didn't agree, he could have still married her. You see, my wife's sister, younger sister, his father, her father said she was also not agreeing. And she went ahead and married. Today, as I speak, they are divorced. We are still married 20-something years down the line. You see, the man's, the father of the child speaks a blessing. And because of my father, I was able to get the jewel. When we married, my father-in-law gave us his brand new car. In fact, he gave us those days, 97, 230E Mercedes-Benz, brand new, for us to go on honeymoon with it. I said, I've not bought a car before, so I can't drive a Mercedes-Benz. I must start with something lower. So when I rejected that Mercedes-Benz to go on honeymoon, then he gave us his brand new Toyota Corolla. <laughs> he knew what I was going to do to her daughter as we were going to the honeymoon. <laughs> He knew I was not going to pray for her daughter. At the honeymoon, I was going to do things to the daughter. And she gave us a car and gave us full tank. Go and do hard work. Of course, I also didn't play. No, no, I see the point... The point I'm making is that, you see, it's almost about 20-something years ago when my father did that thing for me. I never knew what he had done. But as my life has rolled on, it's this particular junction that has brought the blessing that I'm enjoying in my life. And so what I'm saying to you is that today you may be born again. Today, you may do things. They will tell you, read your Bible. They'll say, do your quiet time. They'll say, pray. They'll say this. It will look stupid compared to going to jam and going to taverns and going to clubs and having fun. 
it may look like it's this. People are disturbing you. Small born again that I've become. Why are you disturbing me? Every day, this, every day. What is it? looks like good. It is time that reveals that this thing is a good thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't think time is on my side. But I wanted to go through quickly with you. Just some few points in chapter 2 of this book. Give me a wave, give me a wave, give me a wave. Yeah. How many don't have it at all? You don't have it at all. I want to give it to you. You don't have it at all. Please give it to them. Those who don't have at all. Just be fast. You don't have it at all. Lift up your hands. They'll give you. If you have it at rest, it's okay. Unless you wanted a second one to give to somebody else. Are you here with me? Please be very fast. Okay, it's okay. It's enough. It's enough. Let's be done. Are you here? Are you here with me? I need your respect, Lord. Okay, whatever you say, at least you are alive. I thought I'd preach you to dead. <laughs> okay. So listen. Listen. I've showed you why you must be born again. It's to translate you from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son which is the kingdom of God this is what Jesus told Nicodemus has spoken well of him that I can see that you are a person come from God Jesus told him that listen it is not about the things which you say and all those things but there is an important thing that you need to do to be able to move from where you are now to where you, you ought to be. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You can't see it. Verse 4. Nicodemus said, ah, what do you mean? Look, do you know what you are talking about? I know you are not married, but... Let me explain to you. I'm an old man now. And the place where you are saying I must go to come back, I can't go there because there's a small portion. So I'm old to go back. Because of course, to go to the mother's womb, I mean, you don't jump into the womb. You have to pass through somewhere, not through the mouth. Anyway. So, Jesus said, I'm not talking about physical things. I'm not talking about... Jesus said, except a man be born of water, not enter into the kingdom. The water here is symbolic of the word of God. You must be born of the word and the spirit. The word and the spirit, they work together. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. So marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born. Where it listed, 
and thou hearest the wind but cannot see or tell whence it cometh and whence it goeth so everyone that is born of the spirit but verse verse Nicodemus said ha how can these things be then Jesus said ah you don't understand this and you are a leader then what about when I tell you other things that is in heaven if I'm just telling you this simple thing that you must be born again and you don't understand it how about when I start telling you things things in heaven but you see Jesus gave Nicodemus the key to enter into the kingdom of God and that is you must be born again now what do okay if I agree to be born again You've told me why I must be born again. How it comes from believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? You see, Nicodemus believed Jesus as a teacher, as somebody who had the backing of God, not the backing of the devil. But that is not enough. And that is a mistake a lot of people make. You see, you are going to have people that go to church. When you, they've been going to church. Since you grew up, they've been going to church. Now, if you tell, and then they are the ones that are going to fight you for saying you are born again. But you see, Jesus says something to Nicodemus. And remember, Nicodemus, first of all, believed in miracles. But for Jesus to say to Nicodemus, you must be born again, it means that believing in miracles and because when Nicodemus came to Jesus, he said, you are, I can see that you have the backing of God because no one can do these miracles except God be with you. And yet, Jesus told him, you must be born again. So when you go through chapter 2 of the 20 things that are not the same as being born again, one of them is what? Admirer of miracles. Somebody who watches television of miracles and things is challenged you're being born again. They want to tell you that you are not different from us. I'm here to tell you, you are different from them. I said, I'm here to tell you, you are different. I said, you are different. It may look insignificant, but time will tell. You see, that day, it was recently when I went to bury my father, that the Lord showed me that, you see, you are blessed. Because your father, you needed him most. He did what no other person would have done for you. Because any other person would have said, ah, are there not many girls to marry? If he doesn't want you to marry her daughter, just leave him. Let him take her daughter. If she will marry her, if you will marry her, leave her. There are plenty of girls that want you. And the truth was that there were girls that wanted me. There were girls that wanted. Also a doctor. And I'm not too ugly. So I'm not too ugly. I'm, I'm okay. I mean, I'm manageable. Oh, that's why even if you don't say it, I know it, that I'm manageable. (laughs) Some people are, you can't even manage it. (laughs) So listen. Admiring is not equal to being born again. Being a friend of a pastor 
or even being a child of a pastor is not equal to being born again. You must be born again. Because Nicodemus was not a friend of a pastor. Nicodemus was a pastor. And yet, Jesus told him, you must be born again. Remember this. Because Satan can sometimes send agents that are in these categories to come and take you away from the kingdom of God. Because so once he talks well about church and he talks well about miracles and things, it's okay, he can be my friend. And then before you realize, they are leading you away from God. They are leading you away from God. There's a difference. The third thing, being a member of a church. Being a member of a church does not make you born again. You must be born again because Jesus was not talking you must be born again to a people who don't go to church, to somebody who is not in church. The Bible says he was a Pharisee. The people separated unto God who believed in God and who would kill you. If You see, Christians don't handle God the way other religions handle God. You see, we make we allow we, we ourselves make fun of our God and use his name anyhow. In other religions, huh, if you say something about God, it means you are writing your suicide note. Derogatory about their God, they'll kill you. They will not ask you to apologize, they will kill you. There's no yellow card, it's exit. You don't deserve to leave. Leave, yeah. But we say things about God with all those things without even any any remorse. But you see, and the Pharisees, they killed Jesus. He's the Son of God, thereby making himself equal with God. He must die. They killed him. Oh, they killed him. They gave them the option to choose between setting Jesus free, somebody who is doing miracles, somebody who is healing them, somebody who is giving them food, somebody who is doing so many things for them. They said, Let, we have to kill him. We rather want a rapist. We rather want an armed robber to stay with God. Hallelujah. Giving money to the church. You see, some people think you can bribe God. Excuse me. The fact that people say, oh, but I give money to the church. Listen, you, you give money to the church, but you still must be born again. Your offering doesn't qualify you to heaven because being born again, it's more like it gives you the spiritual key. The Bible says there was a man in Acts chapter 10 called Cornelius who gave alms and did a lot of goodness to the people of God. And the Bible says his arms came to God as a memorial. What God did for him is that he sent an angel to come and tell, to go and call somebody who would come and tell him. Who would tell you where? The, the salvation, the being born again is important. It is important and it is what will you need. 
So don't believe anybody who says, oh, I just I give money to the church, I give offering. Listen, and don't be deceived by yourself also to say that because you give offering, you're okay. No, you must be born again. Playing a role in church. You know, in a lot of churches, you have unbelievers on the stage. These are believers. These are believers. But in a lot of our churches, people think, oh, because I'm an usher, because I play keyboard, because most of the instrumentalists are not, they are not born again. Not these ones. These ones are born again. Are you born again? No, serious. Are you born again? Yeah, you must be born again. You see, you help create music in the church, but hallelujah. There are so many points here that you can go home and read it for yourself. Joining a church. Oh, I was born in a church. It doesn't make you born again. The fact that you were born in a church doesn't make you born again. You must be born again. Nicodemus was born in a church. Oh, I take Holy Communion. Taking Holy Communion does not make you born again. You must be born again. Being, being in a Christian family, I've said that already. Using Christian jargons, it doesn't make you born again. Being a moralist, I don't do this, I don't do this, I don't do this. It doesn't make you born again. Because some of you, the things you don't do is because you don't like it. I don't smoke, I don't drink, because it's not because you see, those things are fleshly things. And those things don't commend you to God. You must be born again by believing that Jesus is the son of God. First John 5 4 says, or 5 1 First John 5 1 it shows us how to be born again. And listen, like I told you, as I can see the things that I did that has contributed to a completely different life that I have, a life which I like, a life which I enjoy, a life which gives me a reason to wake up and to keep going and never be tired. But it is because of the seemingly unimportant thing after going to church at this, I'll get her vagina to be happy small, only to know that God was leading me to a good place. Not knowing that following a vagina will lead me to a stupid place that I will never like. That my children will never be proud of me. They will hide when I visit them and they say, your father is calling you. I'll be a drunkard, sick person, followed the bumps of women. It doesn't lead you anywhere. The story is the same, but people still follow. Because the nature is what changes what you follow. It's not you yourself. Naturally, you will follow those things. But it is when your nature changes and truly changes that those things don't appeal to you anymore. I tell you, when you are truly born again, many things that will not appeal to you anymore. When I think of myself and I said, ah, How can you have such thoughts and such plans for yourself? That my plan was to finish school, get a lot of money, and all the girls that rejected me and didn't allow me, I will 
I will finish all of them and add more. How can, how can you think like this? Is that what? Is that? Is that a thought to think? But, and you would think that somebody who is being trained as a doctor. But you see, you are not controlled by your intelligence. You are controlled by spirits. That depends on the spirit within you. If intelligence controls people, you will never find any intelligent person doing stupid things. Yeah. You may be intelligent you from engaging in stupidity. It is a nature change that born again brings that determines which road you choose. Many of you and many of your peers, the things you are following now, when you grow up, you will ask yourself, why was I following this? And how did I allow this to disturb my life? But thank God that his word has come to you. Jesus is the Christ. Give us a new living translation. Tell somebody sitting by you, you must be born again. You must be born again. You have to be born again. It would translate you from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Everyone, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ. Verse 5. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born again. Who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the son of God. Are you with me? This is what it means to be born again. And you see, it's a natural thing. But like the people said, that all they see, they see things in the natural. They do things in the natural, but it brings spiritual results. You see, you have no idea the power that has worked in my life for me to be a preacher. You see, somebody who is coming from a poor background, who gets the chance to be a doctor, when now the whole world is before you, in terms of how much money you can get and how a good life you can have, you tell And after preaching for a while, you leave the people that have prospered and you say, I want to start again with people that have nothing. It is a power. You need a power. It's a power of God. Yeah. Because listen, if I was coming from a rich house, you would say that I don't need anything. That's why I can, I can be a philanthropist. But I don't come from a rich house. That has working in me. The power that has released in me the Holy Spirit to make my mind work differently. Your mind will work differently. I say your mind will work differently. Your understanding will be different. Your, the counsel of your life will be different. And you'll be strong and take decisions that many people will say, how, ah, why? You say, this is the good word. We are working on it. Choose right. You did well. We thank God for your life. Yeah, the same people that will oppose you today, if you persist, may the Lord give you strength to persist. The fruits of your life will be there. The testimony of your life will stand to show that you are wise to choose God. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. 
Oh, I pray for your people. I pray for them at the very stage of their life that they are. Lord, we are young and we are, we are blind to many things. But it will take your help. It will take your light to deliver us from all the deceptions of the enemy. As young people, Lord, we are pursuing a career and we have exams to write. Please, Lord, please, Lord, help us. We know that we don't need exams. This is what we are giving ourselves to at this stage of our lives. This is what our parents have spent money. And this is what the system is spending money on. Therefore, we ask for your help in this season. Help us to study. Help us to remember. Guide us to read what is essential. Give us understanding, Lord, for our exams. Help us, we pray. Lift up your voice and pray to God. Asking his guidance. We are asking for his contribution to your success. He has granted you life and you have given yourself to study. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Thank you that you are helping everybody with what they need. We are not praying for laziness, but we are praying against laziness. We are not praying for lack of discipline in our lives, Lord. Discipline. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, you say, Pastor, I've never understood why I must be born again. But today, as you spoke, it is so clear to me and I sense in my heart that I must make a decision today. I wanted to ask you to lift up your hands wherever you are. No movement whatsoever. Just lift up your hands wherever you are. I want to pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Let's respect the presence of the Lord and the presence of His Spirit. The Lord is speaking to somebody by His Spirit here. You must be born again as He said to Nicodemus. Because you may never know that this could be your last opportunity. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. You must be born again is what Jesus said to somebody who is in church. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. I have a duty. May you believe. Oh, you shall receive that which God is sending to you today. Don't harden your heart. Tell them that I love them. And I came to let them know. Father, we thank you. I don't know who you are, but I feel that somebody, your inner voice, said, This is the time. You are saying, I'll do it next time. There's no next time. I'm not intending to call you forward. I'm not intending to call you forward. Not at all. But I want you to lift up your hands and do that one thing that will change you from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. You may physically be on earth. You may physically be wherever you are. But spiritually, your location will change. 
Thank you. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Let's pray this prayer together. Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. And I lifted up my hands before you. I know I'm a sinner. But the lifting up of my hands is to say to you, I believe in Jesus Christ as your son who came to die for my sins. He rose again on the third day, seated at your right hand. I receive him as my savior. Thank you for loving me and for sending Jesus to die for my sins. Today, I ask you, with the blood of Jesus, cleanse my conscience of every guilt of sin. I thank you, Father, for this love. In Jesus' name. Those of you that gave your life to Christ after the service will see you briefly. You have the books already. Don't, don't go away. I'll chat with you before I go. Amen. You know, uh, going forward, one of the things I'm trying to do or I want to do is that we have a church in Bramfontein. We have a church in Bramfontein. So I want to set up an office there so that I can have time to talk to you one of please do, do that thing fast I'm talking to just help you please you must be fast do you get it I, I want to I want to make time for you because you see as I've preached there are many of you with questions the greatest mistake anybody will make is to think of young people. You see, Satan, he's a tailor and measures your suit size according to your size. Do you get it? In other words, he gives to every person in this world problems that just fits them and problems that makes them cry grow older they think that they are the only ones with problems they have so so forgotten that when they were children or when they were young they also had problems that were very big problems i mean they were huge problems and you see the world has also advanced said that the problems that i had when i was young or let me put it this way older people of my time were having because you see when I, when I was young or I was younger I'm still young yesterday somebody called me a young man and I was very happy <laughs> he was doing something silly but he called me a young man I didn't dispute that one you know the temptation would have been who is the young man and that person was I'm sure I'm older than a person by about 15 to 20 years. But he looked at me and said, that, that, that young man. I said, oh, that's a good <laughs> I must look young for him to call me young man. 
So the other people I was working with, I said, who is your young man? Do you think he's your, you are his age? I said, leave him, leave him. At least it's a good comment. I mean, I like that one. What he was doing was stupid, but the comment he made, it's okay. I think I like that one. You know, but the problems you have now, I think, you see, when I was 19 years, if you want to see pornography, you either have to get a magazine that everybody will see you with a magazine or else you have to go to a house, a movie house where they show pornography or you have to go and rent a cassette. There was no, there were no disc you have, or USB, no. These things that you have, do you get it? We have to go and rent all those things. But now, now, your problem, the phone, even when you've not asked for it, they ask you, do you want it? In my time, first of all, computer was not even a common thing. Now, when you go to your computer, then they show you things. If you try to... And if you are not careful, you say, well, let me see, what are they doing? Hey, are they, is that what I'm saying? Before you realize, you have you finish watching. <laughs> I mean, hey, your problems, they are a lot. I, I'm happy that I'm not at your stage. <laughs> but you know, so that's why I've decided to make time for you. Because I can admit to you that your challenges are far more. Though that I have, I can't keep it to myself. I want to offer it to support you and to help you. Amen. So I will prepare. We'll announce to you the days when I'll be at the place, at the office, so that during school times, when you have a break or whatever it is, you can come over. You let us know. Okay. Is it a good thing? So it's more like a counseling. It's like a counseling office. Are you with me? And I believe I'll get a few more people to join. Is somebody to explain to you, oh, this one, it's not, it's not that. Isn't it? Yeah. Have you ever had a difficulty in, a, in, a, in a solving a problem and somebody tells you something small? And it's, ah, but this is easy. Have you ever had that before? Yeah. It's difficult because of what you don't know. Amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please visit our website on royaltyhousesouthafrica.org.